Welcome to the Next Level Social Podcast. I'm your host, Ayla Sorachuk, and my purpose is to help female entrepreneurs create businesses and brands through social media and online marketing so they can start to attract their ideal client and start generating the leads, the sales, and the income that they deserve. If you're ready to take your business to the next level and start showing up online like the unstoppable entrepreneur that you are, then this is the perfect place for you. Let's get social. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a new episode of the Next Level Social Podcast. I am your host, Ayla, and as always, I am so happy to have you here today. And I'm even more excited because I have a very special, 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 very important guest on today's episode. And I'm so excited to introduce her to you and to share her with you. If you're familiar with the podcast, I don't really have many guests on the show. I do a lot of solo episodes. I'm very choosy with the people that I have. So you know that this is going to be a very spicy episode because I have actually one of my mastermind students Kelly on the show, who just so happens to be a brilliant, brilliant businesswoman, social media content creator. She is in the real estate industry. She's a broker and she's also your realtor bestie. If you are looking to learn from a real estate side of things, she's the systems queen. She specializes in buying and selling simultaneously. She just absolutely crushes it on every aspect of her business And today, I am, of course, I'm going to be talking to her about social media and content and branding and email marketing and systems that can be applied to all of your businesses. But even more than that, I'm also going to be asking her some questions because, spoiler alert, in case you missed it, I recently, as of actually yesterday, found out that I was approved and officially bought my first freaking house and I I am like I I can't believe it it's been such a process it's been one of the most stressful experiences to be honest I've ever gone through and I'm sure if you're listening and you've bought a house you know exactly what I'm talking about however there was some lessons and some learnings that took place as a CEO as an entrepreneur as a solopreneur running my own business and only being running my business full time for pretty a pretty short time. I've been fully operating as Ayla Incorporated since January of last year, so not even a full year. And because of that, y'all, the system that we live in did not make it easy. So I want to share some of the learnings that I learned along the way that I wish somebody would have told me. If you are a business owner, which I know you, many of you, all of you are, can start to think about now. And I'm going to pick Kelly's brain a little bit from the realtor side of things so she can give us some insight into why things are the way they are and also what we can be doing. I will stop blabbing. And without further ado, Kelly, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to be here. And just real quickly, we need to celebrate again you buying your first house because that is it's such an accomplishment and you should be so so proud of yourself I have such a newfound respect for you and what you do like realtors y'all that is a hustle there is a lot that goes into it I had no idea and it is a specialty it really is I just have a newfound respect for all of the realtor bosses out there because there is a lot that goes into it so much more than I even anticipated. And so, yeah, that's why I'm so happy to have you. You know, you're my ride or die. Like I said, Kelly has actually been one of my mastermind students for about five or six months. 
we're going to talk about stuff that she's learned along the way and how she's implemented the social media sides of her business and what that's done for her because all of it, whether you're a realtor or in the market, can be applied. And I think you can learn so much from what we're going to dive into. Without further ado, thank you. Thank you for your feedback on the house. Introduce yourself. I kind of tried to a little bit, but tell the audience about how you've created like this unreal empire that you've done both on the realtor side and the realtor bestie side and how you kind of started. Share a little bit of your story. Introduce high levelly to to the game. I would love to pocket that up and keep that with me every time because your intro just like pumped me up. Like that was so awesome. Uh, but yeah, no, my name is Kelly Armstrong. I'm located in Billings, Montana. And um, I've been in real estate for almost 10 years now. It's been my first and only career. It's been such a journey and it's ebbed and flowed. And much like the entrepreneurship um, way is it it ebbs and flows and changes and morphs and you you pivot, right? Kind of like Ross on Friends, you need to pivot around that pole. Been, it's been really fun. So yeah, 10 years of experience. Um, I've owned brokerages. I've worked for other brokerages. I've led agents. I've mentored agents kind of all around in the real estate industry where I've found myself really thriving is in the systems arena. My rule of thumb is if I have to do something more than twice, we create a process for it. And when I say we, I have a phenomenal team. I think that's the one thing that is very hard to share on social media or or you don't see very often is there's some massive teams behind people doing some massive things. And while I'm not quite at that level yet, I do have, I have the team that will get me there and they are just completely bomb women. They are phenomenal. We've created these systems and these processes that allow us to operate at a really high level because details are really important. Details have kind of gotten me where I have gotten because of the attention to detail and, um, and being able to systemize that while also not dropping the ball, if that makes sense. So yeah, so in a long roundabout way, I've been in the business a long time. I've been able to take different pieces of this business and kind of make it to what it is today, which has been really fun. Yeah, Kelly is the systems and processes queen. And you guys know, if you are avid listeners of the podcast, I am also love a good SOP. And that's such a good advice. I love that little tip. If you do something twice, make a process out of it. The goal in all businesses and every of our businesses is to scale. And if we can take ourselves out of it, and there's so many tools and apps and things out there that can start to streamline so many of the daily tasks that we're all doing and create a system out of it. Ultimately, it's just going to help us grow. And you are the systems queen. We always literally were like, okay, (laughs) how do we automate? How do we scale? How do I take me out of this? How do I delegate in order to elevate literally what we talk about every single week on our calls? Kelly's been in the mastermind and she has literally done so much with her content the last five or six months that we have worked together. I wanted to ask her, I wanted to dive into a little bit about what it's like creating content as a realtor and what it's like creating content just as a business owner and what have you learned and what's kind of worked for you the last little bit, especially when it comes to lead generation, because I know on your EXP side of things, realtor bestie side, you are attracting leads, you know, pretty consistently all organically from social. Talk to me a little bit about your strategy here, what you've learned, what's worked. Yeah, I'm a millennial. And so social media has, we've grown up with social media. That's just been our, you know, our MO. So we're, we're fortunate in that way that the millennial group, we're fortunate in that way that we are used to it. 
Real estate has been around forever. I mean, the average age of the realtor is like 52. Trying to implement something new in that instance, especially the beast of social media, I can understand why people don't get on it. But once they do embrace it, you know, I think it becomes this, people think it needs to be something other than it's not. And so it becomes this platform of showcasing just listed and just sold and cookie recipes. And just like this, almost like, wait, what? Like, who are you talking to? And what are you trying to say? Because this does not make any sense. One of my favorite things to do in business, and it has been ever since I started, everybody always asks me what my favorite real estate podcast is or what my favorite, like anything that has to do with real estate. And I actually, I try to deviate a little bit away from that. And I go more into the business side of things because business is business is business. And business is a skill and skills can be learned. Really, honestly, anybody could be good. So one of my favorite things to do is be able to like listen to any sort of facet of business. That's actually how I found Ayla was her, was a podcast interview that she did on something that's totally outside of my industry. And um, how can I apply these principles to my own business to make it true and authentic to myself? And I think that's where people deviate a little bit from where they think they need to have their social media to actually using it as a tool. It's an, it's an extension of you. We always refer to systems as they're an extension of you. So social media is just a system, a tool that kind of expands your reach to people that you may not have gotten in front of just posting, just listeds, just solds and cookie recipes. So when they can actually get to know you, they feel like, you know, Hey, I can reach out to her. Oh, she lives in Billings, Montana. I'm moving to Billings, Montana. Like, heck yeah. Like let's connect. Let's see how this goes. As far as a content creation side, I really dove hard into my ideal client and what they do, what their problems are, what, um, so my ideal client is a 30 to 40 year old mom. She has multiple kids. She is busy. Like she runs her house, but she also runs her life. Like the girl is going. So she sees the power of delegation. So my content is where we normally are, the majority of our transactions are people who are buying and selling at the same time. So 53% of our business are people who are doing both simultaneously. You know, from buying a house, how wild that ride is. So imagine trying to buy and sell at the same time. Like it takes a level of, okay, hey, we actually have a process for this. Shocker. Um, We have a process for this. We have a timeline for this. My ideal client, that is a value add to her because she doesn't need her life to stop. She needs it to keep going and she wants somebody else to pick up the ball and she sees value in that. That is where my content is usually created towards my ideal client. But that was also a client that I kept seeing coming up in my business because my zone of genius is in that systems and is in that process arena to where we could create a process to help that person. So it's kind of full circle in that way, if that makes sense. Oh, it makes total sense. And it's so much, I mean, I, I feel like you, so many golden nuggets were just shared. And I mean, we talk about this all the time, the power of creating content for one specific person in mind and speaking to them, speaking them in our stories and our content and showing up for them. And I love that advice for looking at other resources to learn that are not within your niche. I, I knew that you found me through a podcast, but I find that interesting that the other day when we went on our call, I remember I was like, let's look at some templates. You're like, I don't want to look at realtor templates. So I want to look at business templates. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Why did I instantly want to show you realtor templates? You want to be different. And so you even taught me something there. And I love that you even do that in not just templates and creatives, but podcasts and learnings because business is business and we can learn from so many different people in so many different areas. That was such a good golden nugget of wisdom. And Kelly has all of the wisdoms. 
yes, she's my student, but I learn from her all the time. Like I said, she's the systems and the processes queen. She's killing it on social and does such a good job. And another piece that her and I are very in alignment with is yes, being on social is so important and having a presence there and using it for lead generation. As we know, and as I talk about on this podcast and with you, Kelly, all the time is at the end of the day, we do not own our social media people. We do not own our platforms. We just had someone in our mastermind a couple of weeks ago actually get her personal account completely shut down permanently, no ifs, ands, or buts. And it was devastating. And we're hearing these stories more and more all the time. So the I want to talk to you because I know this is a huge part of your business about bringing our audience from social media onto other platforms, such as our email list and, and as our blog. Kelly runs a very successful email marketing system and a blog. And so I want her to share a little bit about her process around there and what your email list and what your blog has done for you and if you and how you use social media organically to also to build it, if you don't mind sharing. Sure. No, totally. Absolutely. We started a email list in September of 2021. And honestly, it's actually kind of a funny story. So I had made some changes to my business uh, about, it'll be two years ago, coming up in January. Part of those changes needed a rebrand. I ended up hiring just a bomb team. It was an online business manager and a brand manager. And they, we just went to work and we kind of overhauled pretty much a I don't want to say everything, but we enhanced pretty much everything that we were already doing. There were some systems that I wanted to revamp. There were some processes that just needed a little dusting off just to really make them shine. And then there were some things that I wanted to implement that I wasn't getting done because I didn't have a system or a process for them. So one of those being a newsletter. I wanted to do a monthly newsletter. And my online business manager, she's not one of my dear, dear, dear friends. And we've since offboarded, but she stayed a very good friend. She is sassy Southern and she will tell you exactly like it is. She's like that trainer that you have, you know, where you curse the whole entire time. And then when you get done, you're like, oh my God, I love you. Like that's Chelsea. Like that's, that is her. Like I told her, I was like, Chelsea, I want to do a monthly newsletter. And she was like, she just looked at me and she gives you these looks like you just killed her firstborn child. She's like, okay, that's cute. But like, you need to do it weekly. And I was like, Oh my God, no. Like, how am I? Like, I'm busy. Like, I don't even have time. Like, I don't have time for that. Like, what am I even going to talk about every week? You know, and so we did the monthly newsletter and the content never hit. We never, our open rates were junk. Like, it just wasn't doing what I, what I knew I had in my head, what I knew I wanted it to do. I wanted to reach people on a deep level. Well, I wasn't reaching them on a deep level because my content was so diluted. There were so many different calls to action, so many different things. Like that is actually, if you look at a HubSpot study that they did, that's the one problem with newsletters is that there are so many calls to actions that people just get lost in the content. So the more specific that you can get, the more of an expert you become in that field. I finally kind of gave up the clench, you know, and I was like, fine, whatever. Ironically, I had a friend that was working with the same team and she's an insane copywriter. She is extremely talented. And so I had texted her and I was like, do you know what Chelsea and Holly want me to do? They want me to write a weekly email, like die. And she literally sent me a text back that changed the trajectory of how I feel about email marketing now. Like I honestly probably have her to thank. And uh, she goes, LOL, Kelly, I send daily emails. Girlfriend, girlfriend runs, okay, get the girlfriend runs a multi six figure business on 16 hours a week. If she, 
like, like, okay. Like that, that was like, I'm like, okay, I can do a weekly email. And honest to God, it's been the best thing that we've ever done because we are able to reach clients on a deep level. Our emails are bite-sized, they're value-packed, and they are just full of the information that people are looking for. So they're based on conversations that I'm having inside my marketplace. So having conversations with buyers, having conversations with sellers, especially during COVID, like with this market shift, like there's a lot of questions. Real estate became a very hot topic very, very, very fast. Having a way to get that information to them in the masses, because let's be real, if one person's asking, 10 people are thinking. So if I can be the one who's like, oh, Kelly's in my head already. She's already ahead of it. One of our our mission statement is real estate agents are trusted advisors. She is our true trusted advisor when it comes to anything and everything real estate. So I'm one, I'm, I'm educating my client so that when they do decide to make the decision to buy or sell, they are educated and, and they're up to date again, saving me time. And then also I'm taking up market share in their brain because I am coming at them at all sorts of different angles. And when I take up more market share, I stay on their mind longer, which generates more referrals. We ended up doing, starting the email in September, 2021. The emails got kind of lengthy, like just based on the content that we were talking about. And I really wanted them to live in a place where they could go back and be more of a resource rather than just like kind of bite-sized and like, Hey, here's the, here's the digestible version of it. But if you really want a deep dive, cause I've got some awesome clients who are real nerdy and they love a deep dive. And so I'm like, Hey, if you want a deep dive, you can go check this out, but let me summarize this for you. So we created the blog in January of 2022. And so now those blog posts are living. So we, we are actually pumping out a weekly blog, which if I thought a weekly email was hard, <laughs> then we ramp it up to a weekly blog and it just, everything is relative. So if you create a process, you create a system, you pump it out, right? Like that's, we're able to have this bandwidth because of the systems and processes that are, that are in place. So then we started creating a weekly blog. And what was crazy was that the amount of subscribers that we had in January of 2022 jumped significantly to February of 2022 when we released the blog. We almost jumped, I want to say we were at 286 and then we jumped to 327. Like in one month, which it, one month growth and on, and honestly, the only, the only place where I was pitching this opt-in was Instagram, was social media. That's where, I mean, all of these people coming, you know, have been, oh yeah, okay, I'm down. And so now we use the blog more as like a resource. We still send the email that's bite-sized value pack, but it's always, if you want a deep dive, here's what's going on. And what is nuts is with the increase in subscribers. So email marketing is like, the unsexy version of our business, right? Like it's not something that can be seen by others. It's not something as far as your growth, if there's no vanity metrics to it, because it's just you, like, you know, where they're at, you don't like no one else can judge you. So it's like, why put the time into it? Because we're so conditioned to put our efforts into the places where people can see rather than just like, okay, actually, this is really good for my client. Like, this is awesome. Email marketing is just, it's not dead. Blogs are not dead. (laughs) But what was crazy was when we started the blog, email and blogs are not dead. Okay. Like what is so crazy too is as we had an increase in subscribers, January and February are usually very slow months for me. Like that is, um, I, I tend to take my foot off the gas during the holidays. And as we know, everything that comes back to us is in 90 days. January and February usually take me a a couple months to get back up to speed, which sometimes it stresses me out. Sometimes it's not so bad. 
but what was crazy is I didn't close anything in January and February of this year. Then all of a sudden, we had an increase of four transactions in March. But keep in mind, we started the blog in January. The blog and the email were the only consistent thing that I was doing in January and February. Wild, right? It was the only thing. We had an increase of four transactions. My average price point's like 350. So like in our area, the the average single family home is probably right around 440. I'm anywhere between 350 and 375. My volume was almost 2 million. The fact that it was not only an increase in price point, it was an increase in type of buyer and it was an increase in type of seller. Because I had established myself as that expert and was putting myself out there as that expert, like I know real estate, but the fact that I'm like putting it out there and packaging up into a way that people can digest it and understand it, they're like, oh, damn, that's who I want to hire. They all came from that. So much to unpack there. Thank you so much. And it all comes full circle with email marketing and the blog are not dead. And we own both of those. So it's content that we get to create that we own that cannot be taken away from us, number one. Number two, it's another touch point. You're showing up consistently in their inbox, you're top of mind, you're pouring into them, offering them free value when and if they have to buy a house or sell a house or they know someone that does, who do you think they're going to think of? And we can apply this on social media too with everything. It's giving and pouring into our audience, positioning ourselves of the experts because we are experts in what we're doing, which is why we're doing what we're doing. And that is, that's like the, the magic formula. And Kelly also, yes, she's using all this content. And we've, we've talked about this lots of times in creating the blog. She's also repurposing it in multiple different places. She's using that blog content, sharing it in her newsletter, and then using that same content and sharing it on social. Yes, I know if you're listening to just like, oh girl, I don't have time to start a newsletter. I don't have time to start a blog. Exactly what Kelly felt. You can repurpose the content on multiple different platforms in multiple different ways. And it's just another way to touch point. And as Kelly is first here saying, and me too, this content will convert, give it time, keep showing up consistent, come from a place of abundance and wanting to provide value and support your people. And we are here, we are proof in the pudding to tell you that it will come back full circle. So I love all of that. That was so spicy. Spicy is my new word, by the way. Spicy is the word of the moment. Okay, I want to switch gears a little bit as we're hitting around the 20 minute mark. And if you're familiar with the podcast, I like to keep them short and sweet. And I want to kind of chat a little bit about buying a home. What are some advice or just some like high level tips that you could offer if somebody is thinking about buying a house, they are a first time homeowner and they are an entrepreneur. One of the biggest things is your timeline. So if you're thinking about starting a business or if you if you already have a business, let's say you're already in it, that mortgage lender, so the person who is qualifying you and saying, "Hey, you can afford X amount and this is what we will loan you." The mortgage broker, the realtor, and for us down in the states, a title company is usually your triangle of a team that helps you close this house. Uh, some people use attorneys too. You can you can use attorneys to close the house as well. But when it comes to the mortgage side of things, they need to be able to qualify your income. And when you're self-employed, that income needs to have a timeline. It needs to have history. If you're in the middle of your business, you are going to need to provide a history of your income. So they like to see two years. 
If you don't have two years, they like to see you in the industry and then doing the same thing, which I'm assuming is what happened with you, Ayla. Yeah. You're able to, if you're not switching uh, fields, like let's say that I'm a roofer and now I'm going to go start a social media business. They're going to need two years of history of that social media business to be able to qualify you. But if I am a roofer who worked for a roofer and then I'm going to go start my own roofing company, then they can use a year uh, usually. And, and sometimes it's give or take. The timeline with being a entrepreneur, especially a solo entrepreneur, is make or break when it comes to being able to buy a property. You can sell whatever you want, but when buying a property, they need to be able to qualify your income. And that's exactly what happened with me and which was a little bit of the challenge because the good thing is I've been in this industry for 12 years. So I had that in my back, but I was also an employee and I was also a contractor And so things ebbed and flowed and I didn't go all in on my business like 100% fully me until January of 2022. That was a tricky part. I had to prove, I had to show lots and lots of years of income coming in. Also taxes here in Canada was a huge thing. I had to show my T4s, my income taxes, my, my pay stubs, taxes, you guys, this is so big as an entrepreneur we know and it's like especially here in Canada like it's a lot like you got to be putting 33 percent away of everything every month in order to be able to pay your taxes and if you aren't having a process and a system around this I just highly recommend it find yourself a good bookkeeper find yourself an accountant I'm so thankful that I did have and have had a really great accountant since 2016 so everything that I needed that my mortgage lender and mortgage broker was asking me, I was able to just send a quick email and he was amazing. He had everything. But if I didn't have that, it would have added just like a whole other process. If you have any remaining taxes that are left to be paid, spoiler alert, they need to be paid. If you are like me and you do things in installments, which I know many of us do, I have always done that. That's no bueno. So as a first time homeowner, normally you are required to pay 5% down. But as an entrepreneur, You need to show two years of being an entrepreneur and then the lenders will give you 5% down on the first 500,000 and then anything above that is 10% down. That was also something that was kind of, I was expecting as a first time homeowner to be paying 5% down on the total mortgage. But because I am a solopreneur and an entrepreneur, it's different. They'll, they will, and this is all banks, this is all lenders. They will give you 5% down the first 500000 and then anything above is 10% of that. Keeping in mind while you're saving for your down payment, because that also was a big, okay, this now went from X amount to X amount. So just some things to keep in mind as we are doing these grown-up things and learning all of these things. This was my first time doing it. And if you've bought in a house and you're an entrepreneur, you, you already know these it's a lot. It's stressful, which is, again, why I have so much mad respect for your industry, because, my God, any other tips that you think I missed? You bring up a good point about the accountant. Honestly, having like starting your own business, if you're if you're starting from ground zero and you're like, hey, I, I want to start this business, it is worth it to invest in a good accountant. Because like you said, the mortgage process, it, it's one thing to get pre-approved. It's a whole nother thing to go through and actually find the house and and get it accepted. Then that's where the mortgage lenders work really begins. And they are going to be asking you for literally anything and everything as far as it goes from like a, a paper trail of your business. And what's, you know, what's this cost and what's, 
where did you spend this here? Why is this chunk of money inserted here? So you can make it easier on yourself by getting in with a good accountant ahead of time and kind of developing that and even chatting with them about your goals. If you know that you want to buy a property, you can say, hey, I need to be able to tailor my taxes so that I can qualify in that sense. Because the beautiful thing about being an entrepreneur is write-offs, you know, cue the cue the shit's Creek with, with David, you know, it's a write-off. It's fine. Well, that actually comes back to bite you too. Like if you're writing off too much, you're going to shrink your qualifiable income. So having those conversations with your accountant from the very get-go is going to put you 10 steps ahead. Honestly, just be prepared to just like pour your soul into like complete strangers' eyes and hands because I literally, at first I was feeling a little nervous. I was like, you want what now? And what I had to show all of my bank statements for the last six months, I had to show, of course, my income taxes, my T4s, my credit card statements. Like I had to just show them everything. So as a business owner, and I don't know if this is the same if you're not a business owner, I don't know if it's as quite invasive. When I talked to my parents, they had to go through none of this. However, that was like 10 years ago. I also know since 2017, especially here in Canada and and Vancouver with lots of like mortgage fraud and money laundering, things are quite different now. It's a lot trickier to get approved, which is a good and a bad thing. But also exactly have your T's crossed, have your I's dotted, not to stress you guys out, but just to be prepared. I wish I would have known all of this. I wish I would have known exactly how much I had to save. I wish I would have known how many years I needed to be you know, registered, incorporated, had my taxes fully paid, all of the things, know that I'm going to have to pay for a lawyer, know I'm going to have to pay for an inspection, know all of these things. I honestly had no idea. Maybe I was a little naive. It's not your job to know. Like, that's why, I mean, again, you bring up a good point. You, these people are are in your life. I mean, we, as far as a real estate agent and a mortgage lender, we're in your life for you know, minimum 45 days, like in it with you. And it matters who you hire. It matters who you have on your team. It matters. People think that they just kind of have to go with whatever. I mean, another recommendation that I would have if you're looking to buy or sell a property is interview people and same with mortgage lenders and find that good fit for you because know that you guys are going to be joined for a a while. <laughs> and it's and it's invasive. I was so lucky who I had to work with in Calgary here, where they were amazing. They were actually my mortgage broker and my realtor were sisters. Referrals are everything in any business, not just in this business. This business is important. Word of mouth, doing good customer service, making sure you follow up, making sure you're there to support your people every step of the way is so, so important. Thank you, Kelly, for sharing all of this and for giving the girls and and guys, mostly girls, all of the inside scoop, especially buying a house. If this is something that you're thinking about doing and it's your first time from the business side of things, I hope that was helpful. I do, before we wrap it up, I want you to tell people where they can find you. I know you have a really juicy freebie that we need to share with them and give them a discount code. So tell them what that is. We'll put all of her details, her handle, her website, her social, this freebie that I want her to talk about. We'll put all of that into the show notes and let people know where they can find you and how they can work from you if they choose both on the buyer-seller side, but also if you are aspiring realtor anywhere in the world, you can contact Kelly. She's also diving into the realtor for realtor side of things. If you want to share any of that, please, please, please take a couple minutes and do that. That's so sweet. Thank you. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. It's at my realtor Kelly. It's K E L L E Y. So if you're like the rest of people in my life that forget the Y, 
Thanks, mom. It's EY. We are diving into expanding our national team, even into Canada. So if you are thinking about getting into the business or you are in the business and are you're looking to maybe make a move, find a different mentor, I would love to chat with you there. My DMs are always open. As far as buying and selling goes, I highly encourage you to check out our blog. They are states bound as far as the resources that we have. So things might be a little bit different if you're not in the states. Check it out. There's so many resources there for you that you can just, we call it binging the blog. Just go in there, educate yourself. You will feel so prepared. And then on the agent side of things, we just created this new offer. It is 52 weeks of email content. If you were like me and you were like, oh my God, there's no way I could ever do a weekly email. We have the content themed out already for you um, with specific call to actions. We have subject line options. It's kind of crafted so that you can put your own touch on it because you are authentic and amazing in your own way. You also have some prompts there. You're, You're guided in that way. So you're not having to think of the brain space. Anybody who's listening to this podcast, we'll give them 25% off. So we'll use code Ayla for that. And, um, and yeah, just, we would love to see you uh, on Instagram or, you know, wherever DMs are always open. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Kelly's literally the content, the email marketing queen. That is so valuable. Right before we leave, I always ask any of my guests one question I would love to ask you, of course, before we wrap up and get your answer. I know it's going to be so great. So what would your message to today's female entrepreneurs of the world be if you had one message? Don't quit. And I know that sounds so generic, but it is so easy to get wrapped up in what is going on around you, who's doing what, how far you have to go versus how far you've actually come. Just stay present in the moment, find something that just lights you up like none other and go all in, go all in 100% and don't give up. Like it'll, it'll come around. Ooh, I love it. Mic drop. Kelly, I adore you. You know that you're my ride or die. Thank you so much for being here and sharing all of your knowledge and words of wisdom. That was so beneficial and valuable. I know you're going to be able to help so many people. Girls, thank you so much for being here. Until next time, have an amazing week and I'll see you on next week's episode. Well, bye-bye, my loves. Hey, love. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. It truly means the world to me to have your support. It is my mission to help as many female entrepreneurs and business owners as I possibly can. So if you found support or guidance in any way into today's episode, the best way you can show me your love in return is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing it on social media with you and or your team. Or even better, you can always leave me a review on whichever platform you're tuning in from. I will be reading every single one. And don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Frida. that's A-Y-L-A-F-R-E-D-A, or you can learn more about me, my coaching services, or all my amazing freebies at www.aylasorochuk.com. That's A-Y-L-A-S-O-R-O-C-H-U-K.com. I can't wait to connect again next week. Bye, girl.